You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses, are you ready to get your financial life in order? Once and for all, as soon as possible? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together but just don't quite know how? I am with you. I've been there. I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order. It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my Money Flow System, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances, even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, you will never have to worry about budgeting. And who likes that budgeting thing anyway? You will stop accumulating debt and create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off. You will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are. You will never have to miss a single bill again. And you will always, always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts. So head over to money-flowsystem.com to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less five or five weeks. Guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. Hey, money bosses. Today I want to talk about discussing your finances before you get into a relationship or marriage. With love comes marriage, relationship, and it's a very, very beautiful thing. But what I think a lot of people forget to talk about is the actual financial slash business side of the relationship that you're going into in the midst of all the exciting stuff. So I don't want to make it this formal, but we need to allow us some time to sort these things out. And I think talking about finances in general, especially when you're starting a relationship with someone or, or it's taken the next step, uh, could be a little bit difficult. So I wanted to see if we can break this down into more digestible chunks and perhaps tackle each of these areas as things evolve. So my very first point here would be to focus on your financial goals together. So if you're starting out or perhaps you're evolving as a couple, it's always good to come back and revisit and or start to map out and align on what your financial goals are. I'm a big fan of mapping out financial goals. 
If you haven't checked out episode 12 of the Money Boss podcast, I really go deep into talking about my framework and how you actually turn a, a goal or something you really want to accomplish into a real financial goal that has specific data attached to it, it has a dollar amount, and so um, go back and listen to that episode. But in, in this conversation today, I really want to make sure that you guys are aligned and you're on the same page of what is it that you want to accomplish together. And I've been married to Yuri for 15 years, and so we've have you know been around the block for quite some time. Of course, we didn't start out really being all this perfect, and we're still not by far. <laughs> but we do work on these things um, frequently and often because it really helps us stay focused and together as a family unit, as a couple. Yes, of course, each of us have our own wishes and aspirations and goals. But when we look at what are we working towards all together, that's when we um, start to see, okay, are we on the same page? Do we want the same things? Are we focusing our energy and our resources and we t- and the time we put into to accomplish that common goal? So I think the big takeaway here is, are you on the same page? And that's okay I mean, if you are not at this point, at least, you know, maybe starting to see, you know, where can you uh, align uh, yourself together? But like important things like, all right, if you have kids, my son is two. And now, the, you know, of course, the biggest goal that we have is to figure out, all right, we're saving money for his college education. What are we going to do in terms of private school? So like assessing what is your idea? This is the question I ask all my clients is what is your idea of you know, what kind of education your child needs to get. It Does it have to be a private school or one of the Ivy League schools? Do you pay for it? Do they pay? So how understanding how each of you think about these things and what was your experience? In my case, Yuri had a full, full-time uh, scholarship, uh, paid for everything. I didn't. I had to borrow. I had student loans and debt when I graduated from college. So is that, you know, are these kind of experiences what are influencing your decisions? So understanding where, you know, maybe one of you thinks that the kids should take loans and, you know, that's how it works. The skin in the game and they'll do better. So this is just one example, right? Especially if you have kids and family. But what about like your own retirement? What about your own you know, goals or aspirations that require money. So how are you on the same page with this? And so um, before I suggest um, my next point here, because the goals that you have and all the things that you want to do will require capital. And so we'll talk about that in a minute. But I also wanted to point out that there's another episode that I recorded that talks about merging your finances. I know there are couples out there that perhaps don't have their finances together, yet they have their financial life and just everything together, and that's okay. So you don't have to merge your finances. It's not the only way. So if you wanted to go back, episode 48, this was not too long ago, listen to it. I talk about how how you can approach um, living together financially in various ways, whether you have your finances together, separate accounts, or combination um, of all of that. Because it's not just about, you know, when we think about merging finances, like, oh, okay, we're going to open the checking account and the savings account and life is great. No, there's there's layers to that, right? That might be the first step. You've got to pay your basic living expenses. But 
you know, once we graduate to, to the level of, okay, here's our plan together as a couple, here are our goals and aspirations, the life we want to build, how do we get it is the question, right? So go back and listen. It's episode 48, Merging Your Finances. All right, my point number two here is once we have our goals, understanding where everybody's at, and it's okay, again, emphasis that you may not be on the same page, but hopefully you're getting there. Let's think about what is our investment plan for, for all of these things we're trying to accomplish going forward. And again, I've, <laughs> I love to reference my previous episodes because I feel like they just, you know, uh, these things just build one on top of the other. But before I reference that, I, I, I wanted to kind of give you this framework again. I like to think of financial goals and things that we want to do in, in, in kind of three frames. And the frame will, will involve a short-term timeline. So the short-term frame, long-term and then the one in the middle, midterm. And so it really helps to wrap your mind around, especially if you're not a very sophisticated investor, don't have the time, not, you know, don't worry about that. But I want you to kind of think about, okay, if I have a very short period of time, I'm probably not going to be taking really risky turns with my portfolio, right? So most likely that needs to be that those monies right need to be somewhere safe or in liquid where I can access them. And on the other hand, if I do have a long timeline, and especially for lots of you listeners here, you're you know starting out or you're you know mid mid career, so your your horizon for when you want to accomplish things has the time, and so therefore that allows us to to invest a little bit more aggressive for that for those particular goals. So like I like to break them down into these chunks. And then so when we align our investment plan and that's when I was talking about going back to episode 58 called buckets of monies where you can start to see all right, here are my goals or our goals, here's our portfolio. And so like here I want you to think about do we agree that we we have this kind of timeline and what fits into that timeline? For example, for our short-term needs, do we have an emergency fund? How are we going to contribute to that? You know, so this is like figuring out if you have your finances combined or not, or if you're contributing to it jointly. How aggressive each of you can, wants to get. We're not all have the same tolerance for risk, and that's okay. You can have different tolerance for risk and, and willingness to take that risk, and that's okay too. So understanding what what might work for you jointly, because if you're not looking at this like from 360 degree, right, at least once, you know, to figure this out, then how are you going to make these micro decisions in the way that they're going to give you the best success, right, for creating this this life, this financial life together. So what is your investment plan going to look like, right? Do you have your short-term savings in the bucket for short-term goals? What about long-term goals? That's all the stuff that we talk about in terms of retirement savings, our 401ks and IRAs and things like that. And it's just, I know a lot of you out there just really simply save money and invest because you were told that's what you need to do. So I'm trying to give you meaning behind all of these things you're doing and really start to feel it. Not just like, okay, I know I need supposed I I need and I supposed to save for retirement. What does that really do for me? Like I want to have a purpose in all of these things because it really starts to turn when you have that much energy put into it. And so now 
Before we get into the next and my last point for this discussion, I'd like to I'd like to kind of go back to the basics and and really kind of question your um, your thoughts around how are you going to be paying for your just everyday kind of expenses because a lot of us get caught caught up in this minutia and and I think disagreements in in relationships happen because we're just not on the same page and and it could be that one person is making more money than the other or one loves to do this stuff and the other doesn't want to think about it so what is it that you're going to put in place to take care of this basic stuff no one should be spending enormous amount of time on managing your day-to-day finances so agree at the beginning who is going to be responsible for that like who is paying the bills who is tracking for them that doesn't mean that that person earns all the money it's just i'm really talking about here the responsibilities so understanding the dynamic who has more interest in time and you know in my relationship with yuri when we started first of all we started with nothing so <laughs> there was not much to manage but still right we had to get these things done and it took us a little while to find that balance and a system that that really works works for us now and we've gone through phases we've gone through phases where he was more involved in it and I was not and and then I took over and then he tried to to take you know to take that back and so and and, you know at this point we kind of have that um, agreement and understanding and 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 also it's it's really a responsibility so like I am more in charge of kind of day-to-day, paying all the bills, tracking expenses, making sure things are all aligned. We, of course, do our taxes together. And then when it comes to investment portfolio, like we definitely both are involved. So, but because my responsibilities involve the the, the day-to-day things, I am, you know, obligated to come back to him and say, here's something that's happening or something's not, not working. Or once a month we sit down and review all of what's going on so and then the same thing with him right if if there's any any interesting thing that he's thinking about in terms of investments and does that fit into our overall strategy right like this is my point number two in this episode was agreeing what is our investment strategy are we going to buy real estate right which both of us like or are we going to sell stuff more monies in our brokerage account because for example right now maybe there's opportunities to invest in the stock market so and how does that support our timeline of short-term mid-term and long-term goals like when we were saving money for home down payment we had a chunk of money that you know could have been invested more aggressively but we knew we wanted to buy a house and we just didn't know how fast it was going to happen but we knew it was going to be in less than three years so we kept it in cash so things like that right it's really these day-to-day decisions that we make of course at some point you'll have to have this trust in each other right that um you know you'll back up either either person but i I think the transparency and and having the conversations really should help you um relieve right some of the anxiety that that some people have Um, if you have debt and trying to work on it i think it's really important to kind of lay it out right at the beginning whether it's student loans or any other debt and how does this gonna impact you know your relationship going forward and i also see for couples who have been together for a while like if something is not working like take a take a break take a look at what's going on look for some ideas and reset so if you haven't done this you know when you first got married or got together 
don't worry about it. It's it, it's a I feel like it's an ever changing, ever evolving process. And so, how are you gonna do these day to day? Because I want you to get the day to day stuff under control and more streamlined or not. And then everything else is gonna be much easier. So I want you to have the the fun in doing all of this. It should be fun. Like the relationship part is fun, right? Where you're in this because it is fun, it is enjoyable, it's life. So don't like leave the money piece. And for a lot of us, it's like has this negative connotation, regardless of how much of it you have. I'm trying to make it as fun as as much as enjoyable as you can. That's all I've got for you today. Let me know if you have any questions and go back, listen to those previous episodes. Till next time, remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, money boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, So don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.